Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And bringing us back, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I just watched her uh, documentary. Oh, the one on Amazon. Right. Yeah, and it's called All I Know So Far, and I wanted more. I wanted more. Listen, people what do you want from aren't me? giving us everything right now. Well, we need more. Same thing, Friends Reunion, they gave us a lot. They didn't cross the finish line, though, and they could have. I concur. Time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. So BTS is uh, good. They're doing well. They're so good. And they do have fun fun songs. When Dynamite came on a couple weeks ago when your boy was planting trees, I could have planted all day. Now... Having a, they've accomplished something in the music industry that is rather rare. They just had their fourth number one in nine months, making uh, marking any act's quickest accumulation of its first four Hot 100 chart toppers. The best that we've seen since Justin Timberlake a decade and a half ago. And among groups, they are the fastest since the Jackson Five in 1970 Whoa. to get four number ones. On the Hot 100. Butter also glides in atop both the uh, Billboard Global 200, which is, and and the U.S. charts as well. They have the highest weekly worldwide streams and sales since both tallies launched last September. They are thanking the Army. They're called the BTS Army on social. So they're, they're thanking the Army. It's so interesting to me that they sing okay so they mostly sing in their native yes but they sound so good singing in in english yet i don't think all but a couple of them speak english hmm wasn't somebody from bts on the friends reunion i think so yeah, that was so weird. Could have done without have to talk all that. that. You know, God love you, Malala. I just don't care if you watched Friends. I know that makes me heartless. Oh yeah, her and her bestie. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. I'm, I'm probably dead inside. It was a lot of unnecessary garbage. The fashion show. All right, why we're getting ahead of ourselves at eleven o'clock? Yeah, we'll, let's we'll just fully discuss the Friends reunion now that Donna is back. Yeah, for sure. Um, why don't we do a couple of really. Stupid things that'll make you smile and make you feel a little bit better today. 
Why don't we begin <laughs> with this wonderful cover of Dust in the Wind. Donna, who's behind this? So there's an impressionist who decided to sing Dust in the Wind in the voice of Cartman. Okay. From South Park. And so, uh, Grant, can you hit it? Kick it. So far, beautiful, Sounds right? great, Sounds yeah. so good. Oh, the vocals just always oh. complement this beautiful melody on the guitar. Good. That's, That's funny. really good. Two out of five Gary's. <laughs> okay. Only two. That's oh, me. Man. I wasn't, no. Uh, you liked it, though, huh? It was fun. Everybody used to try to do a Cartman impression in high school. You try. It's it's thinner than that. Is he the You, um, you Killed Kenny guy? Uh, no. No. That's Stan. That's Stan. Oh, yeah. Stan. Stan every time. Yeah, you killed Kenny. Kenny died every episode. Every episode. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Um, okay, so that was fun. No, it wasn't. Nope, not at all. <laughs> Let's try this, though. Now, I am Grant. You're going to need to do this over there because I can't play audio out of my computer. Mm-hmm. Click on the linky winky that I give you, but don't do anything. Just click on it, and it's going to take you to a Google page. So if you Google cha-cha slide... You know the one I'm talking about, the mm-hmm. the wedding mega hit. And for all you haters out there, haters of the cha-cha slide, why don't you just chill out? Because at a wedding, you're trying to get everybody out there, and we need songs that are very simple, that tell us what to do, especially, and I'll just speak on behalf <laughs> of my fellow white, uncoordinated people. Yes. We need line-by-line line directions. Yes. Yep. Where do I put my foot this time in which right. foot? That's why we love the, the hokey, hokey pokey for so long. Yes. It was that, huge. That's what it's all about. Who <laughs> that's knew? What they right? say. That's what they said. So I like the cha-cha slide. I like any song that gets people out on the floor because then if you have them for that, chances are higher that they stick out there for the next song. And then once people release their inhibitions, now we have a good party on our hands. If you Google cha-cha slide, there's a microphone icon on the top left corner. You see that, Grant? Yeah. Okay, now, Grant, hit that microphone. To the right now. <gasps> now, describe what just happened. <laughs> the screen went to the right just now. It just went to the right. Hit that mic again. To the left. And it just Hit went it again. Left. Take it back now, y'all. And it went back. One hop this time. How about that? One hop this time. And there was a bunny, a frog, and now we got a shoe. Right foot, two stops. <laughs> And the screen tilts to the left twice. Left I need foot, more. Two stumps. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. Crisscross. Oh my God. Donna. Uh, We're all getting back. Real smooth. Hit it. Get it. Get it. Okay. And that's a tr- that's a tricky part. Oh my God. That's a tricky part for uncoordinated white people when they say cha cha. That's very open to interpretation. It <laughs> it it does encourage hip movement, which isn't our Strong suit. This is why people love line dancing. This is wild. Remember the days when people would be like, 
Mom and Dad going line dancing yes. tonight. Yeah. Or as my huge. parents called it, square dancing. The Ute Scootin' Boogie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, spin your partner round and round. Yeah. I'm still blown away by this. This is awesome. They wanna, should, do they do this to other songs, or is this we'll the only this one up. you know of? Uh, no, this is the only one that I know of. And Steve came upon this very accidentally, didn't you? you well, just... no, I saw it on a website. They said oh. they said just type in Cha Cha Slide on Google and just wait. Anybody and looking microphone. for a good laugh or some entertainment at work right now, do what Steve said, and you will enjoy it. And it, we're all back at, in the offices now. We're matriculating back into normalcy. So we need now that we're together. We need to prove that not only could we waste time working at home, we thrive on that in an office. Hey, Judy! I know, it's strange. Hit the microphone button, Judy. <laughs> it was very strange coming into work today and not, like, reaching for a mask Yeah. to put on. And just when you asked me to go with you for coffee, I was like, well, wait, let me find my mask. Yeah. It's going to take a while to un- undo yeah, all it that. Feels, yeah, you do, because you feel naked. You feel like you're forgetting something. Yep. I still haven't been in Target yet. No, I was in Home Depot without a mask. But Target, I was in Target so many times with a mask on that it's really going to be symbolic when I'm there without a mask. Yeah, there's, for sure. We'll I've been in Ridgedale there. a lot lately, and there's no mask mandate, but there are at least, I would I felt I was maybe in the 10% of people not wearing the mask. The majority of people were still wearing their masks yeah. all over Ridgedale. And this was yeah. this weekend. Wow. I've been there about four or five times in the last week, and every time I'm like, ooh, maybe I should put it on just because everybody else is, but oh, sure. you don't have to. And I wonder when flying will, you know. I wonder, too. My guess is at the end of the summer, but Grant was thinking maybe before that. You know, once yeah. enough, we'll hit a threshold, and then it'll be like, look, you can wear it if you want. Or you don't have to if you don't want to. Uh, we got to go to break. When we come back, Donna, I started a book, speaking of flying, that I talked about briefly yesterday. I'll tell you about the book Cockpit Confidential. But I also started Ooh. another book last night. Oh, I got another 50 pages into a book. This one written by Bob Iger, the former head honcho at Disney. Yep. And boy, did this book not start the way that I thought it would at all. Ooh. We'll explain when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on uh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Uh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. We are everything entertainment, including books. Ah. Hi, Poppy. Hi, Poppy. What are you reading? Uh, so two books. I'll be quick on the one that I mentioned yesterday. And then I'll tell you what I started last night that was sort of shocking. The beginning just was not at all the vibes I was expecting from the Bob Iger book. But I started reading a book called Cockpit Confidential. Started reading it when I got onto a plane. Oh, how meta. So 
you don't read novels, do you? Not often. I do prefer non fiction. It's a, just, I, I just prefer most it. Most guys do, I feel like. <laughs> I just, I do like a good novel. Every now and again, I like it. But I prefer nonfiction. I like memoirs. I like Self-help. some level of education. Okay. I'm, I'm steering away from self-help. Self-help needs to be in doses. Self-help is to obsess with self. True. That's what I've learned. So okay. just good yeah. to know. All right. Anyway. Money books. But I do I do like money books too, yes. Um so Cockpit Confidential, really fun. Everything about the aviation industry, how planes work, how airlines work, why things suck about it, which things will get better soon. And it's all Q and A format. It's a really great book to have, frankly, on the toilet. Have it as a bathroom book, maybe as a coffee table book, and then just open it up. And it's Q&A format, so you can just see a question, and then you can answer the question. Okay. Now, there's another book that I started last night by Bob Iger. A lot of people have said I remind them of sort of a modern day, uh-huh. Minneapolis's Bob Iger. <laughs> the Grant. Sorry. Love you. Kill your mic. Bye. <laughs> he, of course, the head honcho at Disney, just recently stepped down as the big boss at Disney. And his book came out last year called The Ride of a Lifetime. And it's lessons learned from his years in the business. Sounds real boring. <laughs> now, it listen. does. It sounds real okay, boring. Okay, now listen. No, no, no. It, it starts with this really great breakdown of his leadership strategies, which he'll get into later on in the book. But it's part leadership tutorial, part memoir. They're sort of blended into the two as he takes you through his career. And it's it's really, really interesting at the beginning. I get to the first chapter. So I read the foreword. He's like setting the table. I get to the first chapter. I just came back from Disney. I like Disney. I'm chuggy. And I don't care. I don't care. I like it. And I want to go back. Give me the Disney warm vibes. He starts with this day. I believe it was in 2016 when they were opening Shanghai Disney. And this was a really big day. And I, had, if you've watched the Imagineering miniseries on Disney Plus, you know this moment when he goes out and introduces the ribbon cutting there at Shanghai Disney. What you come to find out is as the CEO of that uh, of that major corporation, you have to deal with a whole lot of things all at the same time. The night before, there was that horrific club shooting at Pulse Nightclub in mm, Orlando. Yes. Killed 50 oh, plus people. Yes, that was awful. You learn things about the killer in the Bob Iger Disney book about how he had a list of nightclubs that he was searching the first nightclub that he went to they were doing construction and there was a backup so he just moved on to the next nightclub oh my god it seems like he was just searching for nightclubs and then whichever one he drove past that was the one then became ground zero for this hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson rain wilson amor tolls you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Horrific massacre that killed more than 50 people. He finds out about that. He immediately uh, starts to think, do we have any employees who were there? What about the Disney family? Were we impacted? And so then they start getting him details about that. So he's dealing with this, opening Shanghai Disney the next day. He's he's up, he's all upset about stuff. Obviously, it's this major situation, trying to stay in touch with what's happening in Orlando. And then uh, Shanghai Disney is there. The next day, he has to go to Shanghai Disney and give big, like Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, major players in the government in Shanghai are there for this tour of this big, oh huge new gosh. park. Oh, my gosh. Bob Chappick, who is now the big wig at Disney, the new CEO of Disney, comes up to him, tugs him on the shoulder, and he's thinking there's an update about the shooting. What do we know? And then he says, and you probably remember this, um, there was an alligator that that attacked a kid at oh, one of our yeah. properties at the Grand Floridian. Right. He so was he, waiting or whatever. And yes, yeah, so it was late oh. at night, and then the alligator was up there for feeding. The, and the, the child ended up dying. Oh, my God. He's in the middle of the tour at Shanghai Disney. They've been working on it for years and years and years. The night before is the Pulse nightclub shooting. Then he finds out a kid has been taken at their property by an alligator. He's in the middle of the tour. He keeps giving the tour. Get me more details. I need more details. We need to reach out to the family. So then they said, we're going to, we need to issue a statement. And he said, I don't want anybody else to issue the statement. It's going to come from me. I don't want a company spokesperson. That's cowardly. I don't like that. And then as the day goes on, Bob Iger, head of Disney, says, I need to, con- I have to talk to these parents. And he said, legal counsel does not always suggest that in a time like that. You might be enhancing what the company's liability would be in a right, situation right. like that. And he, he goes into only some detail, but talking about how he then talks to the father. Uh, he, he gets a hold of a friend and the friend says, the dad's here in the room, puts him on speaker. The dad is sobbing, of course, his two-year-old child just oh died the night before. God. Bob Iger is now sobbing, saying, if there's anything we can do, and he at that point is saying, legal ramifications be damned. A kid died at one of our properties from an alligator attack. And if there's anything I can do, and the father was saying, just make sure that my child's life isn't in vain, and please do whatever you can to make sure that this never happens to a child again. Oh, my God, Steve. So he then is talking with the family about this, and he's weeping and gets off of the phone, and then he has to go to more opening day ceremonies at Shanghai Disney. He's sitting in the castle at Shanghai Disney as he contemplates, what am I going to go out and say? He has to speak in Mandarin. He memorized some lines in Mandarin that he can't remember anymore because of the 24 hours leading up to this. And to give you a little insight, he said it was the saddest day of his life. It was this monumental day for the company. It was the saddest, most difficult day of his life as he had just gotten off the phone with, you know, the father of a child who died. All of these background things that always are happening in the life of a CEO of a major corporation where it's never just one thing at right, a time. Right, You're It's always, always a- juggling, yes. And Disney has 200,000 uh. plus employees. So think of all of the things that you have to be a part of. And they have to give notes on new Marvel movies. And then they have to talk about the new ride at Disney. And then they got to talk about shareholders, ESPN, ABC. What's the fall lineup look like? All of this all the time. So it's only a 230 page book. It's small. I'm sorry. I said it in. sounds boring. It sounds really good. But it, a gripping start to the book. Really yeah. well told stories. Wow. Uh, but also, goodness, 
not like the cozy Peter Pan vibes I was anticipating right out of the gate. So maybe we'll get there. I'm sure we'll get there. But anyway, it's called The Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger. Why don't we play a game? All right, let's play. 651-641-1071. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, decide who you want to play with, either Steve or myself. If you uh, choose wisely, you could win a prize. Coming right up. You know what's tougher than working out? Working out alone. The YMCA is the perfect place to bring a workout buddy or find a trainer who can help you stay committed to your exercise schedule. When I'm chatting with a friend, my workout is more fun and goes by so much quicker. Grab a pal and join the Y by June 17th to get $10 enrollment and pay no dues until August. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. All right, we're back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show. Call us. We need a player. Yeah, give us a call right now. Oh, go ahead. Give Steve. us a call right now. 651-641-1071. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. That's it's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. Grant is getting a caller right now to play with me. All right. (laughs) With me. Well, we did get a caller. We got a few calls. Everybody, thank you so much for calling in. Brittany is going to be playing with us today. Not our friend Brittany, but another Brittany. How you doing, Brittany? Good. Brittany, uh, you sound like you just have this lovely, sweet disposition. Um, What fills up your days on weekdays? Oh, you know, just working, (laughs) listening to you guys all day. Oh, thank you so much. What uh, What do you do for a living? What line of work are you in? I am a service coordinator for a fire life safety company. Oh, shout that it sounds out. Important. Yeah. Anything yeah. with coordinator in the title. <laughs> sounds good. I was thinking the fire safety. And Jamie, how old are you? It, um, did you just... What's her name? It's Brittany. That's what I said. Brittany, how old are you again? <laughs> <laughs> I am 32. Nice. Very nice. Halfway to 64. Get a girl. <laughs> All right. Are you done harassing our listeners? Yeah, I think listener? so. I think okay. she's going to go with you. It no, might be the not. case. Maybe not. But it, And I do have an update on the score. Steve, you did win yesterday to give it your 53rd win. I okay. said 52, so you're at 53. Donna's at 49. Which, yes! It's 53-49. And we have, like I said, Brittany with us, and Brittany's playing for a My Talk t-shirt. Now, today's topic is... And we did this one actually while you guys were gone, but I liked it so much I brought it back with some different ones. Can you name that TV show based on the catchphrase? Oh, Can yeah. you name the TV show based on the catchphrase I give you? Okay. Okay. Now, Brittany, do you want to play with Donna or Steve? Uh, I will go with Donna. Donna. Yay, me! Bye, Steve. Get out of here. All right. Bye, I, I'm going to scram. Okay. I'll be outside. Shoving some employees. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know how to work right. in an office yet. All right, bye. All right, bye. <laughs> yep, that's, a, okay, that's an adjustment. He's still uh, yeah. walking, walking, Get walking. Over here, Mike, I'm gonna punch you now. <laughs> <laughs> Stick him up, yeah. Stick him up. All right. So what we'll do, Brittany's will come back to you at the end, and you can help out Donna in any way. Okay. Okay. All right, Donna, let's go. I'm just gonna give you these three. It's pretty simple. Okay. Are you gonna clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose? Friday Night Lights, and you started too early. I did. Danger, Will Robinson. Uh, that is Lost in Space. Dynamite. Good times. You good with all those? 
We'll see what Brittany has to say. Brittany, do you want to change any of those? She said good times for dynamite. Danger Will Robinson was lost in space. And Clear Eyes, Full Hearts, Can't Lose was Friday Night Lights. Do you want to change or keep those? Um, I I think those are all good. Okay, I'll all go right. get Stevie. All right. Please hold. Just a moment. Steve. Brittany, as Steve said, you spend your days working and listening to us. Yeah. You can be honest with me. Which one do you like better, Steve or Donna? I won't tell anybody. <laughs> I love them both. You love them both? Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I'm back. I just beat the crap out of someone. That's not That's how not true. Sorry. No, we're not supposed to do that. I, no, and I just am trying to figure out. I was talking to Hannah. I scared her. I just stood there. Steve, oh my gosh. Don't sidle. <laughs> How'd it go, Brittany? Uh, don't ask her. Right. Yeah. You ready to go, bud? <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. We'll do this properly. I'll start the timer on the right time for you, Donna. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Friday night lights. Danger, Will Robinson. Hmm. Pass. Dynamite. Dynamite. Moving on up. No. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, wait. Come on, what is the name of that song? That show? Oh. Jim Blaze. Jimmy Walker for half a point. And we're going to go with Robinson Crusoe. That was the other one. Robinson Son of a gun. Hang on a second. <laughs> it's a meet the Robinson situation there. Yes. Um, oh, hell. Danger Will Robinson was a robot. Okay. The show was in the 60s, and it's been rebooted on Netflix. Does that give you any hints at all? Yeah, I just went... I feel like it was rebooted as Meet the Robinsons. Am I crazy? No, you're wrong. All right. It's it's Lost in Space. That's what I said. <laughs> Donna said Lost in Space, so she gets that one correct. One to nothing. You said Clear Eyes, Full Hearts, Can't Lose was Friday Night Lights. You were correct, Steve, on that. Yeah. Donna was also correct on that, which I was very proud of her for. Thank you. And lastly, Dynamite, Good Times. Good Times. Woo! Uh, but I did get a half a point for Jimmy Walker, yes? No. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Thank you. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. Yay, Brittany! So that means we got a victory for Donna and a All My right, Talk t-shirt Brittany. for Brittany. Nice job, you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Britt. Thanks. All right, Hang on Brittany, the line, okay? We'll connect soon, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. All right, let's stop harassing everybody, know. okay? It's really <laughs> embarrassing. All right. Good game, Steve. That was fun. That was fun. Now we're at uh, 53 to 50. <gasps> 50. Oh, my gosh. To 50. Steve, yes. you got to stop going on vacation. I guess Yeah. So. And you know what? Even before I went on vacation, it was six losses in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done this to myself. Tell yep. Me. Yep. Yep. Again, good game. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Yeah. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Pew, pew, pew. Lettuce wilted. Personal, but sure. Here's what you do to crisp it back up. Wait. Better. Put it in paper towels and put it in the freezer. Incorrect. You leave it in a sink full of water overnight. Never. 
This is how grocery stores get that crisp and fresh lettuce you see in the produce department. Oh, because they sprayed a lot. Correct. It's like a plant. I mean, it is a plant. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like a plant because that's what it is. <laughs> okay, this is useful. You'll like this. Okay. Who and whom yes. is used the same way as he and, and him. him. Yes. This right? is a good tip. Yes, indeed. So if you're wondering whether to use who in a sentence, mentally substitute he to see if it's correct. Yes. Like, to whom it may concern. To him who it may concern. To him it may concern. Yeah. Who is going there? He is going there. If who you... should I? Whom should I give it to? Him. Oh, to whom shall I give it? For whom the bell tolls. Your stomach is making a whole lot of noise, and I don't like it. I hear it through my headphones. Is this what I've been missing for the last this is year? What you've been it missing? Is. A lot of weird recoil sounds. I know it's like hey. Oh, I've missed her up so much. Okay. Um, here's a a good tip. I've done this before. If you place an envelope in the fridge for an hour, it will unseal it. So that can come in handy if you forget to include something in a letter or a bill. Don't. (laughs) Give me that look. Okay. Other option. Get another I'm just, one. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking outside the button here. And I get it. Times are hard for some people. But you could just open another envelope. Uh, What's an to- envelope cost? Six cents. Can't be more than I don't the, know. I don't know. I guess um, you could do that for like changing your grades back in the day when they used to write them out. That would make sense for that. But just before your parents would see it. Remember those days? Whiteout was used a lot in my school growing up. Really? Whiteout. Yeah, whiteout. It's good stuff. Here's a good one. Okay. Okay. To tell if you are dreaming or not, check a clock twice. If the time is drastically different from the first time you checked, you're definitely dreaming. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? To tell whether or not you're dreaming, check a clock twice. I can't even find my pants in my dreams. How am I going to find a clock? I yeah, are they know. asking us to do this Inception style to be aware of the dream that we're in? Yeah. Or are they saying if the time is drastically different, that means you were sleeping? Uh, All right. I don't know. I don't know, guys. That means uh, you can mass make your eggs in a muffin tin. Thank you. That's good, and not a lot of people do it. It's really great if you're going to have a lot of people over, so you could do all these mini, um, like mini, like little mini egg bakes almost. Correct. You could do, correct? Yeah, or and egg then you sandwiches. Grab and go on your way out the door. Eggs are such a tricky food. They're good. I really enjoy eggs when they are room temperature. If they're anything less than hot, it is very, very challenging. It's like the only thing I refuse to eat on Twin Cities Live in a in a kitchen cooking thing. Someone pointed to an egg that I was for sure had just been out for two, like 20 minutes on that table, and I'm not going to eat that. Oh, really? I would. How about deviled eggs? I made some of those while I was on vacation. I never yes. totally understood the deviled egg. Oh, oh my they're Lord. They're the first thing to go at any party. It's Absolutely. the egg and then a little yellow frosting on top, sort of a thing. 
What is it? What is it on top of it? It's the yolk with, you know, mixed with mayo and like mustard. You could put some dill in there, some. What's the red little? What's that red stuff? Paprika. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Huh. (laughs) Steve, I've never. You're so weird. I've de- I've never made them. I don't even know if I've ever eaten it. Oh egg. my god! Maybe maybe you you Ooh. need to. Lou will appreciate that. I'm sure. I don't think she's like a deviled egg lady. No, that you don't eat them is what she'll appreciate. Oh, oh. oh god! <laughs> yeah, Ew. she's got nerve damage go. at this point. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, when we come back, uh, let's talk a little money. Breaking down the Friends cast, how much they made for the reunion. Versus how much they made for the first season of Friends. Mm. Also, I stumbled on a channel last night. Oh? That I thought, well, I bet this is a good channel to watch. I watched like eight minutes of it, then they hit me with a promo coming up later on Blank Channel. And I was like, look at all these things. (laughs) I'll tell you what it was and what they play when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And I didn't even say thank you. Thank you to everyone who filled in while I was gone. Oh, yeah. We had yeah, Miss Shannon in, Brittany and Shannon, Yes, they're just wonderful. On Friday, we had Brittany and Miss Shannon. Ooh. Oh, that was a treat. Parents yeah. were away. The kids will play. Yeah, oh, I bet. Goes. It was fun. Good deal. Thank you again to them and for you guys for holding down the fort. Okay, so do you want to talk about the Friends reunion? Let's start with that. That's certainly more grabby than what I'm going to tell you about. Okay. Because I'm going to hit you at the TV channel that you're like, yeah, I see it all the time and I pass right by. <laughs> no, actually, I want to know which channel. Yeah. yeah. All right, okay. fine. Oh, geez. Yeah. Everybody wants me to rip my heart open again and bleed all over this city. Sorry, I'm still learning phrases. <laughs> oh that one didn't sit as well as I wanted it to. Okay. I stumbled on decades last night. You familiar with the Decades channel? No. I'm not. You have it. You have it. I'm telling you, you have it. I think, hell, if you have an antenna, you might pick this (laughs) signal up. Really? So, your boy's sitting there, right? Get my chill on. Weight of the world on my shoulders all day. So, I'm decompressing. Soothe me. There's an old episode of Johnny Carson on. So, I start watching it. I'm looking like, oh, this is great. And it's not like, here's Johnny Carson's DVDs. This is an episode of The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. So I'm watching some of it, thinking, this is cool. This is just old-timey. Buddy Hackett was the first guest. Oh, wow. Uh, Dave Dave Thomas was the second guest. Oh, Wendy's? Not, no, the other one. Oh, that guy. I think there's another one. Okay, so... It definitely wasn't the square patty Dave Thomas, the guy who literally <laughs> turned the fast food industry on its ear for the better. <laughs> yes. But it's the other actor, Dave Thomas, Canadian comic guy. But I'm sitting there watching, like, this is great. Then they go to commercial, and I'm pretty sure it was on the same channel that they said, coming up next, cheers. Yeah. Then, then, like the Dick Van Dyke show. Now, listen, there are two channels. They're near each other. One is Decades, and one is like Golden Icon, maybe Icon, where they were doing, I I watched a little bit of the Dick Van Dyke show last night, and which is very WandaVision-y. You know, you get all of the Dick Van Dyke show callbacks that they do in the Disney Plus show WandaVision. And then they play all oh, these old-timey oh, shows. you're talking about like MeTV? Yes. It's because, okay, so Decades is a network, right? Yes. It's, Feels like a liberal use of the word network. Sure. CBS TV stations. Okay, so 
it carries a bunch of stuff like Antenna TV and MeTV. Yes. Which I get at my cabin Oh, and then Heroes and Icons. Yes. Yes. Oh, and then they were like, hey, coming up next, we got Cheers. Then we got Taxi. Love it's kind of it. like what Nick and Knight used go. to be. Yeah. But then Nick at Night got too recent. Like when you start showing the George Lopez show on Nick yeah, at Night, right. I'm out. Yeah, it's like I'm the getting... oldie station. You know, they're, yes. they're playing John Mayer. Oh, my you know? God. <laughs> that's right. No more golden oldies with John Mayer. That's for sure. Uh, uh, okay. But, but like like the, the, the Lucy show, uh, Petticoat Junction. Right. I love Lucy. Different. The Bob Mary Newhart Tyler show. Mary Tyler Moore show. Yes. The Odd Couple. Yeah. I watch this. The, um... the Dick Cavett show. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen that up at my cabin. I'm like, what's Dick Cavett doing on? Because I only get like two channels. Um, interesting. So you might have a new favorite TV uh, channel. I'll probably never stop on it again. But it's one of those channels <laughs> where I was randomly actually searching for a channel last night because the microphone's broken on my remote. Oh, so I had to do it the oh, old school bummer. way. Steve. And that's when you bump into decades. Was that this past week? Did you say last night you had that problem? It was last night. Because I've been having issues with my Xfinity remote, and I don't even know where to find channels because I'm so used to using the voice remote. I don't even know what numbers are. I screwed to... up my cable box a long time ago, so I actually have to use the Xfinity app, which you can download onto a smart TV, which is good, but not great. It's somewhat limited, hmm. which means it's an even longer process of just finding channels. Oh. I haven't used my Xfinity remote in since last November. Oh, that's no a shame. Way. That's why I got yeah, it. That's why I got it. Oh, interesting. I rarely use that talk function. Thing? Oh, yeah. I love the talk function. Uh, every, if I don't know where to find something, I'll just say tune to and then I'll say a TV show. Do you know what I mean? I'll say the name of the show. You, you don't say tune to. <laughs> Come on, you're not or, working with like an old transistor radio. Tune in to Channel 5 tune at 5 p.m. <laughs> oh, poor Xfinity. You know, their engineers had to think of it all, too. What might some other people in different age groups say? How might they ask me to complete this task? Tune to. Dial up. I don't know. Forget it. Anyway, Friends Reunion. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, here's the deal. First of all, it wasn't good. Thank you. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it wasn't. It was very disappointing. I was going to say it was good, not great. It was fine. How about that? How about a six and a half or a seven? A lot of filler. It, it not was, a lot of meat. A lot I of mean, filler. it was it was silly when you didn't need the silliness. I wanted to hear stories. There were no there were no moments of a long two minutes unbroken one person talking. It right. was so chopped up. Yep. Yeah, it was bad. The only person that I recall telling a decent story was Matt Matthew LeBlanc. Perry. Or, yeah, Matthew Perry, right. No, wow. LeBlanc. Yeah. <laughs> what, do I have a block? I can't say. <laughs> Let me try it again. Matthew Perry. Yep. Matthew Perry, yeah, we said it. <laughs> Matt LeBlanc, yes. yes. Who always seemed crabby in interviews before, and he was He was lovely. great. He was delightful. Yes. He was really sweet, and... Like, I didn't hear any other stories from anybody about how they got the gig. I guess they told it a little bit in the storytelling, but it wasn't coming directly from the cast member. There you go. I would have loved, like, they did a good job of describing how each character was cast and what they were doing at the time. And I didn't know David Schwimmer was cast first. Right. Like, that's interesting to me. But like you said, Donna, it would have been nice to hear, like, hey, I'm sitting there thinking this and this is going on. And, who, you know, their perspective on that would have been a little bit. Yeah. I enjoyed hearing from, like, the writers Mm -hmm. on on the development of the the characters. 
characters. That was cool. But there was just, I'm sorry, if you're going to get paid two and a half million dollars, I would have expected for that the, they eight, gave a little more. Yeah, for the reunion. Two between, and a half million each? Yep. Between yep. 2.5 and 3 per person for the reunion special. Now, how does that compare to what they were taking home season one of Friends in 94? Great question. $540,000 they made for the entire first season. Total. Oh, it's such a good Total. season. I forgot about a lot of those episodes. Oh, the first season is so Pivot. great. Pivot! Pivot! Um, yeah, when they started out, they were making $22,500 per episode. There were 24 episodes, which means they each got about 540 grand. But yeah, that was disappointing. Why did we... I would too. Why did we need... Bieber, why did we need Cindy Crawford? We didn't need why that didn't, fashion show. It's so dumb. That, and then, like, everybody going back, and I get it, the world part of it, everybody's like, oh, the influence that Friends had on the world, it was great. We know that it was huge across the globe, but, like, I don't care what one average person felt about it. We all had those same feelings. We all felt like they were our Put friends. Put that in a documentary. Yes, you know? it's like you're telling yeah. me stuff that we, as the fans, already know. We want to know what these guys were doing behind the scenes. That's yeah. why we came here. Yeah, yeah. Did you get any, like, big, just more stuff, Tid- more meat, more interesting yeah. things, as opposed to God love Malala and David Beckham and the good they've done for the world. <laughs> right? yes. But I don't care that they watched it. You yeah. can just say it was a global phenomenon. Celebrities everywhere watching right. it. Boom. Right back. Give me, take me back. I mean, and again, Matt LeBlanc was the only one sharing anything super personal. Right. Like he, he said he had signed the wall or something and he wrote something funny. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. You know, like those were the, I wanted to hear more. Yeah. Like the tidbit they gave about him, how he broke his collarbone and how they had to film that later. Yeah. And then they showed how they wrote that in, how he's jumping on his bed. Stuff like that was epic to learn about, but there was only like three or four of those little moments. Now, by the way, I thought that there was, there's no chance of there being a reunion special, like a mini season, but Lisa Kudrow said the reason she's never thought of it. She said it because it's not my decision to make, Right. which to me actually felt like an open door. Meaning if they would write something, Ooh. she would say yes. So who knows? Who I don't knows? Know. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll uh, we'll be right back. And um, Grant will have a, you know, a thing.